Welcome to The Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, and after riding a workplace roller coaster, I was able to find my strength and motivation starting Ella Mazur Creative, a social media agency that coaches and manages businesses all over the world to take their Instagram to the next level. talk to you about the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Influence Podcast. I'm Ella, I'm a social media manager and coach, and today I am interviewing one of my beautiful friends. I have worked with her. We have we have worked together. I think both of our <laughs> services we've done um, so many different things, and we're both about to have a baby. Well, your third baby, my first baby. But we are bringing the new year in with some new life, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought I would start off the year, bring Dee on, and she can help us how we're going over how to set some intentions for 2023. Um, yeah, how was how have the last few months been? I haven't spoken to you in ages. How are you feeling? I'm feeling so good. So I think when we would have last spoken, I may have been – like, I don't know if it was on a podcast or my podcast. I was probably in the depths of my first trimester sickness, I yeah. dare say, or even maybe before that, I don't know. But I'm feeling much better. So we're going on 23 weeks now, super exciting, definitely feeling a lot more like myself aside from a growing body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, no, I'm feeling really, really good. I think that, I don't know about you, but it's definitely like a really exciting time, obviously with like Christmas in the air and you know you're having a baby soon. Mine's like more Easter. You're definitely due earlier than me. Are you Feb? Feb or yeah. Jen? Feb, yes. yes. Um, but it's also like a time where this is such a great conversation to go into around like intention setting. You have a lot more thought to give to intention setting for the new year because you have to incorporate this huge life-changing event that's going to happen and is going to continue to evolve throughout the year. And it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to predict for you. It's your first baby. So like you can only go by other women's experiences or like books and things like that, but it's still going to be your own experience for me, it's my third boy, but still our circumstances are so different to my first two. Like I have one at school, one at childcare. I now have to think about school drop-off and my business has evolved. And yeah, so it makes, it's a very fun and exciting time, but it's, it can also be quite like overwhelming. Lots to think about, lots to process, lots to get clarity on. When everyone's like setting their intentions, you're like, well, what? I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to be doing. (laughs) What's that going to look like for me? Because yeah, you're going to have someone that's going to need a lot of your attention. So exciting. I'm definitely excited, feeling good, grateful, but also just like a teensy wincy bit overwhelmed. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. 
I feel like you're going to just have a house full of men. Yeah. Like literally am. I literally am. And can we just talk about gender shock? Like I, I obviously like you're meant to be and you are happy that you're having a healthy baby. I just want to say that. Um, I really am. I'm so grateful. We did not plan this pregnancy. I know that a lot of women, I want to acknowledge that a lot of women are trying to plan a pregnancy, have a baby and are struggling. So this is not making a joke out of that situation, but having three men in the house, I really like, I talk about like getting, thinking that I was so, you know, intuitive and connected with my intuition. I think Ella, you predicted that I was going to have a girl too. I really felt girl vibes this time. And I was like, yes, a little bit of feminine energy in the house. You know, I was, when we found out, I cried for not the right reasons when we opened up that envelope and that energy lingered for like a good 24 hours. My husband came home for us to open up at the harmony test. We just could not wait no baby reveal was ever going to happen for us because we're just so impatient. He like drove home. And as soon as we opened up the letter, I just was like, fuck. And I was so, I'm going to say I was truly devastated. Like I was really, really upset. And of course, once I processed everything back to excited and like how cool brothers, like three brothers is going to be amazing. Dom has his own little mini soccer team and fishing club. It's all of that cool stuff. But if anyone has ever felt like guilty or like shame around finding out a sex of a child and not loving that in the moment, I feel you on that. But I quickly moved on. Like I, I moved on, released the guilt. I'm okay. It's okay to like, you know, sometimes be a little attached to a, a manifestation or a, like a desire. But at the same time, you just got to remember that the universe always is going to deliver something better or best yeah, yeah. I've yeah. definitely seen those gender reveals where <laughs> they 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 do whatever it is and then they're like oh you can just see a little bit of disappointment <laughs> <laughs> I definitely knew that it was going to be a girl for me like I yeah. and Bart knew as well so yeah. we 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 popped a balloon yeah and um we both just knew we we're like oh, yeah. okay, well, we already knew that yeah isn't that crazy maybe I maybe I took on like everybody else's predictions and like internalized them (laughs) rather than I don't know I or maybe it was just hopeful like rather than intuitive maybe it was just hopeful thinking (laughs) hopeful fishing uh, wishing not fishing yeah funny um I definitely think it's gonna be different for us for setting intentions I haven't even, like, I've thought about mine a little bit, but not too much. I've been really reflecting on the ones from 2022. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like they solidified my entire year. And isn't it, isn't it funny, like, when you set these intentions um, and sometimes you can just completely forget about them mm-hmm. and do nothing with them and other times they really define your whole year and I feel like they really did. Like, one of one of my intentions was just to surrender. Yeah. And... I just kept reminding myself of that throughout the entire year of like yeah. every, every step, every. I feel like, like you really embodied that though. Like mm-hmm. even just through watching you on socials, I feel this, like you, I feel like a really big sense of you embracing more of the feminine energy in your life this year for sure. Like 
I feel like this relax and I'm sure it's not always relaxed. I'm sure that you've had a lot going on as well, but I do feel like a sense of like peace and like a grounded energy from you and your content this year, which is so nice. Yeah. I think a lot of it was like, because I couldn't properly show up. So I just had to be like surrendered to not being able to give it my all and just going with it. Yeah. And I know that this year is going to be very much the same. Although I've got like, I feel like I've got some really solid plans. Like I spent most of my time off planning out the next, like at least post and content ideas so that I have stuff to go off so that I'm Mm -hmm. not just winging it. I do have a plan. I do have a strategy to stick to. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for me, I've started setting um, intentions around definitely baby and like how I want to experience this year um, or that first year of motherhood and how I want it to be different to my first two boys. Mm -hmm. Not to say my experience was bad, but it was definitely before I'd done a lot of my own healing and work. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if you can hear um, some crazy noise. Can you hear it now coming from my mic? Not yet. Mm -hmm. We've got roadworks, guys. I'm so sorry Um, if you hear trucks and beeping and all this. I feel like it's literally like our house is going to get picked up by like, (laughs) what do you call them? I don't know. What are those things called? Anyways, I feel like we're going to get swept away in a truck at the moment. It's really loud. But, yeah, I might for me for sure, my like remembering how I experienced my first two pregnancies. I was very much in a masculine energy. I was really focused on cleaning the house and what can I do and how much have I done in a day as well as, you know, looking after this bubs that I had just birthed twice and doing that twice over and almost celebrating like how much did I get done in the day. And like looking back at the photos of the boys now made me really, really emotional remembering that although of course I achieved so much and I'm so like, I I wouldn't take anything back necessarily, but I do remember very much how I felt at the end of each day and how overwhelmed, how tired and how little um, time I spent really just embracing that season and just being and like, just being honestly, like with them. So this my intention this year or for next year is definitely presence surrender as well, but really just practicing everything that I work on with my clients around feminine embodiment, but applying that to motherhood softness, like, and even how I'm going to respond to my other two boys, because if I was to continue in the same energy as I was in with my last two boys with a third child, the way my boys are now, they're super crazy, super active. I would be constantly stressed, yelling, trying to control the household all of the time. The mess will probably really stress me out. And I'm already trying to like set the intention to let a lot of that go to, you know, really pick my battles to choose my heart and every day to bring in more softness, I guess, definitely. And just really, really, really be present and really, really enjoy and receive this season. That's obviously going to be challenging, but I'm going to allow it to be more beautiful this time rather than just challenging and hard. And one other thing that I said I was going to do this, this time around in 2023 is complain less about motherhood. Cause I feel like the, 
I feel like that's how a lot of mums connect. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. I think a bit of humor and bringing humor and laughter about it is different to actually constantly focusing on how hard motherhood is, is not very helpful. Yeah. And being a coach now in this space and, you know, working with clients all the time on having that really strong awareness and consciousness. And I, I really want to apply everything that I've done with my clients thus far in all their areas and apply it to motherhood. How can I be conscious in how I speak about motherhood and how I experience it in the things that I say to myself every single day and how I speak to my kids and not necessarily, it might not make the journey easier, but I want to bring more ease into the heart, if that makes sense. Like just embrace it all a little bit more and be a little bit sure. less resistant. And of course, for that then comes, well, how do I integrate business into that? Um, cause all of my other goals, like, I mean, or other intentions around wellness and fitness, I feel like I've got them pretty down pat and I really try to stick to my habits and, I'm very balanced in my approach throughout pregnancy as well. Like I don't think I'm going to have huge intentions around that uh, other than to keep going and moving my body in a way that feels good and eating in a way that nourishes me. Like business is another big one. This is the one I'm really still truly navigating through setting intentions around because things are going to look different again. And I've already had so many changes this year Yeah. and things are going to change again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely can um, resonate with people, mothers connecting about complaining. Mm -hmm. Even yesterday I went to go pick up um, something that I was I bought on Gumtree. I just bought her like one of those little snoo bassinets. Yeah. And um, I was so excited. And I've just, I've just been like since we did our hypnobirthing class, I've just been in this really like excited, can't wait to meet her, can't wait to go through yes. the labour and everything. And I've just been in like just very, very excited energy. And we went yesterday and um, the father just looked completely defeated and he was like, we're so tired, we're so exhausted, mm -hmm. just like rattling off all of these things. And I was like, you don't know what you're in for. Like, Every baby's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... Every baby's different, but also every parent is different in the mm -hmm. way they experience parenthood. And it is exhausting. And it, it like it's allowed to be all of those things. Yeah. Um, but the dumping of that, like th someone's experience of it onto somebody else who's not yet a mother just is not very helpful. You have a lot of that with like birth stories, right? I'm yeah. sure lots of people have told you about their traumatic birth experiences. And um you know, birth is traumatic, but it's yeah. also beautiful. Not but, and it's also beautiful. And it's also like an experience that women choose to do over and over again if they can or if they wish to. So it's both. Like, and so if we're going to acknowledge the challenges, which is fine, like we don't have to be toxic positive about, you yeah. know, in the newborn phase. But, yeah, it's definitely that that bonding over like complaining that I really want to be mindful about, like, how can we empower each other? How can we hold space or open up space for each other to go, yeah, this is hard and yeah. also more empowering dot, dot, dot. Like, and it's also beautiful and it's an opportunity for me to grow and I'm raising a baby. And, you know, I've gotten to this point in my life where I get to give life and, you know, yeah. I'm, 
my whole relationship with my partner is like a whole new level of intimate and close and all of these things. Like we just focus, I think we just, I think that's society in general. It's not even just motherhood. I think we do definitely bond over negative talk and Mm -hmm. I would love to have boundaries around that, but also choose to hold people around me in relationship relationships around me, even if they're not close to a bit of a higher standard. Like instead of going, yeah, I'll sit with you in that. I'm going to be like, how can I lift you up from that a little bit more? Cause I would want someone to do that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about how to set intentions for this year. For sure. Well, I've got some tips, right? Um, ones that I'm applying for myself. So like I said, I've got some intentions like for my personal life. These are some of like the things that I'm applying to setting intentions in my business, which I'm navigating through right now. So can't speak to all of it just yet because again, still navigating and processing. One thing that I have done this, um, like today actually is I've taken business coach out of my bio, which is something that I've been resisting for a very long time. Yeah. Won't go into that whole can of worms, but it literally now says women's life coach. I'm really excited about it. And it's just because not that I wouldn't work with business clients next year. I think the majority of the women that I attract into my space still somewhat work in business, whether they're a coach or e-commerce, et cetera. It's just less about like, I've realized that although, um, I feel like I've invested a lot in education around marketing and strategy. It's, I feel like I, I did all of that to, because I felt like I had to at some point. And I've only just come to realize that what I'm really passionate about and why I formed her soulful success in the first place was so that I could coach and facilitate healing and, shadow work and emotional wellness and, and cultivate emotional intelligence for women and the consciousness and hold them through their spiritual awakening. So I'm really coming home, I think to my brand and it feels really good to clean that little bit up. So although, you know, business clients are welcome, we're less going to be working together. If you work with me on marketing, for example, or strategic aspects of your business and more on you so you can feel confident, so you can feel powerful, so you can feel regulated in your business, so you can know what's yours and what's someone else's, so that social media doesn't feel like an overwhelming place where you have to unfollow everyone in your industry because you just can't handle it and you don't know who the fuck you are or who your brand is. So, like, it'll connect that. But I also work with clients who don't, you know, have a business. I've got a few clients right now working through some huge areas in their life Um, big life changing things like massive career shifts and jumping into the unknown and leaving relationships that are not in alignment. And I'm passionate and I'm excited about those things. So yeah, that's been one intention I'm clear on. I'm like, I am, I know my space now. I know my emotional wellness expansion and healing is like my sweet spot. It's what I, what I'm obsessed with and it's what I feel like I can embody and there are still some areas I'm working out around like packages and services. And when do I go on maternity leave? When am I coming back? And what am I doing in the meantime? Like, am I showing up as a content creator, as 
and mom influencer is just an influencer as somewhat of influence. Like, what am I doing? So I'm still working through that and navigating that. But here are my tips and things that I'm taking on board for myself. One first one is definitely if you're setting intentions for the new year, be mindful of energy you're holding onto or any shame or guilt or any like funky energy that you're holding on to from the previous intentions that you may have set from this year, right? Or in general from your last goal, because if we're feeling to any, even on a subconscious level, disappointed in ourselves, lacking trust in ourselves, feeling like, I never, I never do what I say I'm going to do. Or like none of my goals ever work out. Even if it's subconscious, even if you're like, I'm setting intentions and this time it's going to be different. But at a core level, you doubt that it's not, it's, it's going to fall through again. So doing some, I don't know whether that's like there's meditations on this or working with a coach, but really getting clear on what is, what are you still subconsciously holding on to? Is there any shame or guilt around your past behaviors from yesterday, from last year, from even today that you need to actually intentionally say goodbye to, and that you're no longer going to bring into the new new year and your intention. So kind of like cutting the cord with the old self, but first you need to become aware of those patterns and any of those emotions that are still there. My other tip would definitely be start now because I know we're talking about intentions for 2023, but once you get clear on those intentions, how can you start embodying those intentions now? Because what often happens is we assume that we're going to feel super motivated on the 1st of January when in actual fact, like I literally created an emotional wellness package just for December because this month we don't actually realize how much outward energy we're expending, um, how much like lack of groundedness we have between our social events and Christmas and all of the triggers and lack of boundaries with family and all of that, there is so much energy that's going out. And when it comes to like the holiday season and then us taking a little bit of a break, you're going to end up first of January feeling quite, actually quite exhausted, quite tired and quite burnt out. It's not really a really great place or time it's not really a really great place or time for you to start setting your intentions or starting to embody those intentions in that moment then. So think about those intentions now, but then what are even some small ways or some habits you can start bringing in now or some ways you can start embodying that intention from today onwards. It doesn't have to be big things. They can be little, right? You know, if you've, if it's a business intention, do you need to sit down with Ella and do a bit of a content strategy around that like now, right? So that you don't go in 1st of January thinking you have to create all of that content and that structure, etc. So start now. Don't leave it till next year. Even if it's just little, even if it's just one, one simple action that you can start employing now to help you embody that intention. That would be my number two. I'm just checking. <laughs> <laughs> Ella, did you write something in my notes in the chat? <laughs> also, though, I feel like, um, yes, yeah, starting like setting your intentions at the ah. end of 2022, but I think a lot of people sort of stress themselves out, say, a week into January or two yeah. weeks into January, and they're like, I haven't set my intentions. Everyone else around me is setting intentions and they put all this pressure on themselves. Yeah. Like, I need to think of something quick when you can take the pressure off yourself. Yeah. And I know that like 
the end of the year in December, like you said, it's it's a hectic time. People are winding down. They don't want to, the last thing they want to think about is the next year. Yeah. A hundred percent. And just like, I'm laughing now. <laughs> Celebrating the notes. When this episode airs, we're in January. This is for <laughs> and I'm like, start in December, guys. Start, so go back to the past and start again. Back yeah, a few okay, weeks. So if you're in January and you haven't already taken my advice, just start now. Is it the 5th of January? I don't know when this episode's coming out, but if we're in January right now, I don't care what date it is. Do you know what? Let's just even, oh my God, now it's really getting out of there. Let's just even say, fuck time. Yeah. The concept of time is, the, the, I guess, the purpose of what I was even talking about before around starting now instead of the new year is the concept of time is made up. And it's not it's not the 1st of January, the 2nd of January or the second week of January that's going to help you fulfill your desires or your goals or whatever it is that you've planned and your intention for the next year. Mm. It's your actions. And there is no point of holding them off. In fact, all that does is create a gap in space between you feeling excited and motivated about what it is that you're wanting now and when you actually have to start taking action that space already in that space and time has created doubt lack of self-trust can I even do this this feels overwhelming time is against me so don't like don't worry about the time don't worry about the date but have your intention and start working towards it the moment that you've set the intention regardless of the date yeah And that kind of like reflects back to the guilt factor as well. If you're looking at last year, like I didn't achieve anything that I wanted to last year. Who cares? (laughs) What is last year? (laughs) We made it up. Who decided that last year was the year you had to achieve all of that? Okay, cool. Use that awareness. And if you, if that goal or that intention still matters to you now, start now. Yeah. Because the longer you keep feeling guilty or bad or putting a time construct or pressure around it, the more overwhelmed and shitty you feel and the less likely you're going to be to fulfill anything or to do anything about what it is that you want and and stay stuck and feel the same. Yeah. I'll tell you a good little story for the intentions that how how I set my intentions Mm -hmm. for 2022 is at the end of 2021, it was just before Christmas, my friend Nina, who's the nutrition parlor, and my friend Lena who is, um, she's a psych, so she, she does life mm-hmm. coaching, things like that, for more for corporate. Yeah. Um, we booked ourselves a little Airbnb for just for a night. Yeah. And we were like, we, we're going to have um, tonight where we're like, we're just talking and the whole like intention of this is to set our intentions yeah. for the next year. And um, we, we had a little... Um, What's it called? We did a ceremony. We did a um, a plant, a plant medicine ceremony. Yeah, and it was amazing. Like the whole time we were just talking, and by like got got maybe one o'clock. And we were like, so what are our intentions? And the whole time we were talking about how the we have like a lack of connecting with each other and having that support because we're all in business alone, and 
just really needing some accountability, but in-person accountability, not mm-hmm. just like some DMs or not just not just a, a coach to hire, but rather from other friends that are in business as well. Yeah. So we came up with the concept of having uh, something called Spa Club um, and we would meet up. So from January we started meeting up every single Thursday and we'd either like go somewhere for dinner or something and we'd talk about what we achieved that week where can we help each other and all that sort of stuff. So it really helped with that accountability and the intention just to support each other a lot. So from that night, just from the conversations that we had, that was helpful to be able to set our intention instead of just sitting there and be like, right, what are our intentions and putting a lot of pressure on it and being like, we don't know. Yeah. I love that. And I, I watched that in your stories. I was like, how cute. I love the spa club. Yes, <laughs> if so I was in Perth, I would want to be a part of the spa club. Um, yeah, no, so good. So, so good. Yeah, so that was a fun, that was a fun thing. And then Lena went away for the year in, like, June. She went away for six months. How dare she go to Europe for six months? (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing as well. Like make it fun, like, and make it a ceremony. It doesn't have to be like a sit down and get your whiteboard out. And Mm. like, it doesn't have to be like a full, cause that's really, again, that's like, that's like that. I'm not even gonna say masculine energy. Cause you need to bring in that mask around goal setting, intention setting, all that stuff. Cause it's focus it requires focus it's almost like the, that part of us has a bit of toxic masculine like it has to look a certain way it can't mm. be fun and make it fun make a ceremony out of it do it with your girlfriends it doesn't have to be a business bestie it can be depending on what you're you know you're focusing on do it with a facebook group you're in i don't know but yeah. make it fun because intention setting does require like you connect i guess this kind of connects into my next tip but you want to be connected with yourself and setting intentions. I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> we're just making sure we're still connected. <laughs> yeah. Are we still connected? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you want to be really connected with yourself and your intuition and you want to create a space that's going to support that. So I think like something like a ceremony or even a spa day for yourself, if you want to be alone or whatever it is like that is going to be super beneficial. But my next tip was around making sure that your intentions are actually yours and not someone else's and really have that external awareness of who is influencing you most right now, which is very hard to do with social media. But I would say like, who is a top four, five Instagram profiles that you follow right now or TikTok, note them down, note them down and be like, how much of what I want or how much of my intentions that I'm setting for my life and my year is influenced literally by these people that I consume content from every single day. And like I used to be kind of the mindset of like, just unfollow anyone that whatever is like in your industry or you are absorbing too much energy. I guess, but that's kind of 
what's the word? Like we can't do that forever. It's not sustainable. Social media is here. It's not going anywhere. If you're a business owner, you're on social media. If you're a human being, you're on fucking social media. Like we're on social media. It's more about like, can we, can we stay in our power? Can we remain grounded in our own selves? Can we connect with ourselves, know ourselves on a soul level? Can we just like, fucking be connected with who we are enough so that when we are like consuming other content, it's for entertainment. It's for inspiration. You can be inspired, but just make sure that you're not like, you can be inspired. Just make sure that your intentions are not fully influenced or you're not all of a sudden wanting something that somebody else wants for the sake of you thinking that their life is better than yours or you separating yourself to them or you pedestaling them in any way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like really check in. Why? Ask, like, why is a really powerful question? Why do I want this for my life? What yeah. do I think it's going to bring me? What do I think that it's going to allow me to have? And look, it might be, it might be aligned for you as well. And that's cool. Like Mm. take that on, but just check in. And like I said, I would pop down like in your journal, four or five people that you consume every single day and make sure that when you're setting intentions that you, yeah, that they're not their intentions or you're not trying to mimic or recreate their life. And if you're inspired by something that they have or are doing cool, but connected back with yourself, like, okay, what would this mean for me? And just remember that behind the scenes of every person we see online is 99% of the rest of their lives. So if you're going to take on be inspired by the 1%, take on board or take a moment to think about what the other 99% might look like. And do you also want that? Cause you're going to need to take both. <laughs> like you yeah. can't have the 1% without the 99. So make sure you're looking, thinking about what does the behind the scenes look like? So, and this could also just be like, it doesn't even have to be social media. It could be your family, could be your friends. Mm -hmm. Who else is influencing you in your life right now to make decisions, to set intentions, just become really mindful. What's mine, what's somebody else's. Also can be hard to do if you haven't done any, um, like any healing work because, well, I won't even open up that can of worms, but I would pro- if you are struggling with this, where you're like, I don't really know myself or know what's mine and what's someone else's or know what, probably again, a really great idea to work with someone to, that can kind of really look closer at your subconscious beliefs, your model of the world. And if you have yeah, if you have internalized your mums, your dads, or anyone else's kind of model of life versus really know who you are yourself, just do some self-discovery work if you haven't already before setting intentions in general. Definitely. I, yeah. I remember at the beginning of 2022 when everyone was doing like all their intention posts mm. and I just kept seeing the same one over and over and over and all of these different posts. I'm like, come on, you can't all have the same intention. <laughs> Can you? We don't know. Exactly. Exactly. But that is because we are like even unconscious on an unconscious level, we all influence each other. Yeah. Everything plants a seed in our mind and it's social media. I talk about that. It's such a great, um, catalyst for this because when we, what we're seeing often, again, I'm going to say 99% of the time on social media is someone's best life. 
yeah. you know, the part of their life they're proud of. And of course we're going to want that for ourselves. Why not? But we just forget that we forget the 99% and do, are, are we prepared? Are we willing to accept that part too? Yeah. Yeah. That was like, you know, for example, when I set intentions around fitness, um, was it November last year? I think it was November. I started like a program. I won't name drop, but it was very, um, like different to kind of like the lifestyle that I would normally live, I guess, and like eat and the way that I would train and all of the things. And, but I was totally influenced by the person running the program. Mm. And what I failed to do was again, compare the 99%. And did I want the 99% along with the 1% that I saw her present in the, like online and on social media. And what that meant for me, the 99% was using my scales to count my macros all of the time and count how much fat and protein and everything else that I was having. Forgetting, not that you can't do this with kids. First of all, this influencer didn't have children. One. Um, Two, she spent one and a half hours at the gym most days every day. I don't want to do, not even that I can't do that. I'm not even going to use the word can't. You can do anything you want, like if you prioritize it. But do I want that? This is like yeah. about intention isn't about what you can do. We'll sort that out later. That's when you get like a fucking coach or someone to kick you up the ass because you can do anything you want. Intention is about like what do you actually want? Yeah. And so like I realized that I actually, yeah, for you, right? Yeah. And so wait, that's the danger of picking intention. So I did it. I did the program for three months. I got lots of compliments about how I looked. I got to a wedding that I wanted to like look super fab for because it was the first time me and Dom were going out since having the kids and having a really big night. But, uh, it was grueling and it was not sustainable. And I realized that the 99% wasn't how I wanted to live my life. So I learned a lot, adjusted and recreated my own version, but that meant that I had to, yeah, I had to really, really work through what was mine and what was hers. And, mm-hmm. and, and being okay with that as well. Cause there's a bit of guilt that can come with that. And people start questioning, well, am I lazy? Am I not good enough? If someone else can do it? No, it's just about like, well, what do you want? You can do anything, but what do you actually want for yourself? Yeah. And trusting that what you want is perfect. <laughs> like, exactly. And not having any judgment around what you want. Yes. Yes. Because I feel like, you know, even going back to the whole pregnancy thing, <laughs> right. Right. I feel like I, there's so much judgment on all the things that you want to do as a mother mm. or even like the, the way you want to give birth Yeah, and so other people opinions. don't want that. So then they judge you and then you feel shame around, well, should I want that? And really you can, you can do whatever you want. It's your life. hundred percent. Or if it's someone that you look up to and they have a different point of view, how quickly do you give your power away? Mm. Like I can do this. Like I, I do this a lot again, like in the health and the wellness space, I'll eat a certain way. And I'm like, this feels so good for me. This is so fun for me. This fits into my lifestyle really well. But then someone that I love and I follow will post something about a certain ingredient that is apparently fucking terrible for you. 
and I feed my kids that in what I thought was a healthy, all of a sudden I'm like riddled with shame. Like, should I be doing this too? Mm. Should I be going to like the farmer's markets or like, I don't know, road tripping to Perth to source this from this particular guy? Like, right. And it's ridiculous. Like to some, like again, some things might be valid. Some things you might want to sit with and think about them. Like, do I want to get more intentional about this? But how quickly do you give your power away and lose trust in what you want and what you desire and what feels good for you? When you see someone that you look up to or pedestal or think, you know, is living a better life than you, um, how quickly do you give that power away and give it to them and be like, oh my God, like I'm living wrong or I'm doing things wrong. So when you're setting intentions, so important. This is why, like, if you haven't done any of the inner work for yourself to get to really know yourself at core and trust yourself, it's important to do that because your intentions might not even be yours when yeah. you're doing when you're doing that. <laughs> I find that well. a lot when when I see like people's say morning routines and stuff. Oh yeah, on social media, and then yeah. you might see something, and then you're like, oh, I don't do that. Should I be doing that? Yeah. And really, like what you said, you really need to get to know yourself because also, say like I was doing some stuff on human, like learning some stuff on human design, you you might not be that kind of person. Right. So no, you you don't need to be doing that. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Definitely get to know yourself. That can be an intention. That's a great intention. If you have not done that kind of work, and like, can I just say it's life work, but just like start somewhere. Like I'm still getting to know myself. Like it's taken me what three something years to like admit out loud that I don't fucking meditate in the morning. We said that before the podcast. I'm like, I don't even have a morning routine half the time. My morning routine is wake up at five 30 and hope that I don't wake up my son sleeping in between me and my husband and get a shower in right before getting them to school. You still look different right now. This is my season of life. And it's taken me a while to release the guilt around being a coach and not having this magical, beautiful, perfect morning routine that I can put in a reel and hope that it will go viral. (laughs) I don't either, but I'm not that kind of person. Like I I like to go with the flow of yeah. how I'm feeling. So yeah. some days I need to sleep more. Right now I need to sleep more. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm embracing that before I know that I'm not going to be able to sleep as much. Yeah. I'm not a morning person. Like in summer I'm definitely more of a morning person, but then as soon as, as, soon as like end of May rolls around, you won't get me out of bed before 7 o'clock. Right. And Bart is a morning person. He will wake up at five o'clock every single day. Yeah. He was like with a spring in his step. So we're we're trying to create a routine where he he already does wake up and take Danny for a walk every day and then you'll come back and make me a coffee or a cacao or something. But he's just going to incorporate the baby into that. So he will have her in the morning and let me sleep in because he knows that otherwise I'm not good for anyone for the rest of the day. So good. And that brings up the point of looking at like the whole picture, I guess, as well, when you're setting an intention, you don't have to be so rigid with it. Take into account your whole life because you can have an intention and life can throw you potentially a curveball or something amazing or something else that's going to require that intention to look a little bit differently on certain days and different seasons of your life. So look at the holistic picture. The more you get stuck and attached to an, uh, 
Oh, this is juicy. If you're obsessed with an intention and you get attached to it, it's the intention is coming from place of ego. It's more about forming your identity and more about how the external world and people see you than what's truly coming from your intuition and your heart. And the way that I would like my tip would be on how to decipher that is, would I still have this intention if nobody else saw me? Yeah. Embody it. Like, would I still want this for myself if nobody else could witness me having it? And if your answer is like, oh no, then it might be like a validation or an ego or an identity intention versus that's really mine were very much for me last year, especially surrender. Yeah. (laughs) It was just a whole year of surrender. (laughs) No one wants to see anyone surrender. (laughs) That's boring. Like um Oh, even when I had my, my mushroom ceremony the whole time, that was my intention yeah. for the ceremony as well. I was like, surrender, surrender, just go um, with it. Whatever so will happen will happen. And then when I had COVID in my first trimester and I couldn't work, I was like, just surrender, it's fine, surrender, it's okay. That's definitely um, non-ego because no <laughs> one, it's a, like viewing someone surrendering or going with the flow in life is so boring. Cause we just love drama. <laughs> we want to see people like complaining on social media or like being dramatic about something. We don't want to see someone perfectly. Okay. I wasn't having... okay with it. I was just yeah. reminding myself to, yeah, to just <laughs> trust. trust. It was, it's not, I feel like it's still not an easy intention. No, um, absolutely. Not. Constantly having to remind yourself. Cause like, I would feel like the year before if I had COVID and I couldn't show up, I'd just be so guilty and I would make myself show up and push through mm-hmm. and that, that wouldn't be good for anyone. So mm-hmm. like that almost does the opposite because people can see right through that, especially I feel like my audience is very intuitive. Mm-hmm. So I would just be feeding them shit. Mm-hmm. But it would be about holding on to an identity that you have about yourself on social media, like powerful, mm. bossy business woman doing her thing. And like, I'm, I'm always here for my audience, no matter what. Yeah. So good. Like, so it's so um, powerful to look closer at and have that awareness around just always taking that like broader perspective on anything that you do, like a, not a broader, like a higher perspective, like look, down at your intentions, look down from your a higher point of view at why you choose the things that you choose for yourself. Can, it's just so powerful. So yeah, have that awareness around your, around your intentions. I think my last one that we can wrap up with would be just making sure that we align our behaviors with those intentions mm-hmm. because intentions are one thing, but then really like taking a moment then to go, okay, so then what current relationships, boundaries, actions, systems, all the masculinity stuff, habits have I got that are going to help me um, embody this intention? What do I need to systematize in order for this to happen? Yeah, exactly. Let's look at like the logistic, uh, tangible, 3D, human, masculine aspect of it too. What do I need to actually physically change, do, put in place, um, even look at your relationships as well. Like people often buy people think, yeah, like systems, habits, and all, have a look at your relationships too. 
they influence your behaviors a lot, which relationships are going to help. Look, you are in charge of your behaviors, but that, but systems and your environment and relationships are going to either support you in your behaviors or mess with them basically. Yeah. Like make things harder for you. So look at that area of your life. What's going to help support those healthy behaviors that are going to help you embody the intentions, not just taking the action. We all know we've got to take the action, but what's going to help you support, what's going to support you in taking the actions. You need that support as a human being. You're about to do something different. It's out of your comfort zone. It's something you haven't done before. You need all of the help you can get. So how can you support yourself by cleaning up relationships, cleaning up systems, cleaning up your environment, all of the things. Yeah. I think it's not enough just to write them down on a piece of paper. Oh, absolutely not. And then <laughs> hope for the best and be like, well, oh, I'm manifesting it. It's written out there. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to happen. It's not going right. to work like that. Like you actually, you need to embody it and you need to make change and you need to, and it like, what was I saying before? I'm, I'm rereading um, Atomic it's Habits intense. at the moment. Yeah. yeah, And he just talks about tiny changes, like the atomic little change that yeah. you can do every single day that is going to make a big change. And we put so much pressure on ourselves that we have this huge intention or this huge goal that needs to all of a sudden happen. And then that's the catalyst for it not happening because yeah. it's such a big thing when really yeah. if you just do tiny little things to accommodate that change in your life, that's that's where it's going to happen. Yeah, I love that. I love that book. I read it recently as well. Um, really powerful mindset book and a way yeah. to we do, we need, when we're looking at big things like big intentions, we do need for our human brains and for our mindset, we do need to be able to make things more, um, what's the word, like, digestible digestible I was like palatable (laughs) no that's not the word I swear if I wasn't pregnant I thought I'd be in luteal phase right now like communication is not strong today yeah digestible it's got to be something we feel like is a stretch but something that's doable so good I feel like we had all of the tips today. <laughs> yes. Hopefully this has been helpful yeah. if you are setting your 2023 intentions or just in general setting intentions for no matter what time of year it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's it's really helpful to to just just to take the pressure off and know that even if you're listening to this in February or in May that you can still apply all of this and not be like, oh my gosh, first of January didn't have my intentions and everyone else around me did. Yeah. Like it it's fine. Right now. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your amazing tips with us. Um, what are some of your plans for 2023? How can people work with you? Yeah, so at the moment, I if like at, at this very moment, we do have okay, no wait, I'm gonna think about the moment that this is it. Okay, three month coaching package is the one-on-one private coaching is what I have available. They there may be a program that is about to launch that you can look out for, which will be my last program before I go on maternity leave, which will be, so last year I had the Healed Girl Summer, which was super, super fun, um, which was all about basically getting out of your own way 
this new program is just going to take that to the next level. So think feminine embodiment blended with habits, shadow work, knowing yourself and getting out of your own way. Yeah. Yeah. So just a little bit, little bit more depth to what Hill Girl Summer was. It's going to be super fun. It's for women that want to have like they want habits, they want to create success in their lives, but they want to do it from a place that feels really feminine. And there is a way, and I feel like I've cracked the code. So I believe the court, like I, because we're recording this in December, the program is probably called Feminine Expansion, but it, if it has changed in some way, shape or form, it's the only group program that I have. So you'll know, you'll know if I've changed the name, but at the moment it's Feminine Expansion. It's going to be really fun. Otherwise, private coaching is still open just for the three month package taking me to, just because I just don't know when I, when I plan to come back to my clients after yeah. that. So yeah, if you want to work with me now, now's a good time because I don't yeah. know when I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah. I feel that I've had a lot of people ask, um, you know, when are you going to come back? When are you going to take on clients again for coaching or even I'm working with a few coaching clients. Yeah. Like, yeah, but I'm I, like, I need you in March. I need you in April. I'm like, yeah. I just, I'm just not sure. I just and don't know. <laughs> yeah, you might feel like you might feel. I don't know how I'm going to feel. I might feel yeah. like it, but I want to only do it if I feel like it. I don't want to feel like I, thought, I'm I don't know to what my baby will be like. Like mm, I don't exactly. know how how like what she's you know at what capacity is she going to sleep? Is she gonna, like, yeah. I don't know. We're going to have to get to know her first and then I'll make some plans. 100%. I think just <laughs> your surrender intention might need to like Surrendering to continuing her. on, continuing on into 2023 for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think also that just on that note, yeah. once the, once like the year is over, that doesn't mean your intention is over. That's right. Yeah. Like you're, you it should be a habit right. that you have created for lifelong change, right? I love that. It's so freaking true. Mm. It's so true. Like, right. Well, I've hit my goal for fitness and <laughs> I'm just going to go back to not exercising ever again. hundred percent. You are so right. So continuing on with the surrender, it will. And the beautiful thing is it's now more second nature to you in a time that you need it the most. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. But no, I will be back at some point. It's just going to come from a place of overflow and abundance. We have done so much cool aligned action taking with my husband that we've set ourselves up in a way that I don't have to rush back to work, um, which is so, so, so nice, but I will come back. I'll start advertising spots. I'll still hang around on socials and all of that. So come and come and say hi to me over on Instagram if you haven't already. And yeah, look out for, look out for what's available in my stories. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on today. And thank you for listening. If you have heard anything in today's episode that you want to know more on, please feel free to reach out to Dee or slide into my DMs. I will chat to you in the next episode. Thanks, beautiful. Bye.